0: Welcome back to Throwing Hands. Jacob Daniels at work, but I am joined by UFC newcomer, Kevin Kroom, coming off a win against Roosevelt Roberts. Kevin, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing quite all right. So, we start here at Throwing Hands uh, from the beginning. How would you get your start in martial arts and MMA? Uh, Man, I
1: mean, I I saw, I think, the three little ninjas when I was like six or seven, and ever since then, I I loved loved ninjas. I started wrestling in high school and uh, started doing MMA when I was 20, uh, throwing a bunch of backyard boxing and street fights as well.
0: <laughs> so when did you, when'd you realize that this could become a thing for you like as a profession?
1: Uh, I mean, it's the only thing I ever wanted to do. I heard about ultimate fighting when I was like 15. I'd never even watched an MMA fight, didn't know what MMA was. Uh, I just knew that there was something called ultimate fighting and so since I was 15 that's all I've ever wanted to do uh, I kind of uh, I knew it was something I, I I would get into it ended up kind of just falling in my lap and uh, I I mean it, it was my goal from from day one to be a pro fighter so
0: ever since forever (laughs) so you get your first two uh fights you lose the first two but then you go on a fort streak of 14 to 17 how do you learn from a period of success that's that good
1: uh uh i mean i don't know (laughs) i'm not sure uh (laughs) i mean i i just always i just fought man i mean my record's the way it is because i've taken every fight i've been offered uh, gone to any country, wherever, man. I mean, I, I just like to fight. So, uh, how do I learn from success? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I learned from it, but, uh, here I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so after that, you go in a little slump. Um, you know, how do you find yourself to get out of slump like this? Cause clearly you found success yet again. How do you, how'd you, uh, weasel your way out of that?
1: Yeah, man, uh, man, it's rough. This is a rough sport. Uh, it's hard. Uh, I, uh, it's rough, man. You know, like it, it's easy when you're doing good, and you're winning fights, and uh, man, I mean, it just gets difficult once you start start losing. You lose your confidence, and I mean, I am I, I, unfortunately, I don't know if I have an answer. I just, I just never stopped. You know, like uh, I knew. I mean, it's what I love to do. So I, I, I knew I was better. I knew I was better than what I'd been showing, you know, so I just kept on keeping on, you know.
0: For sure. And uh, keeping on, keeping on definitely paid off. So after that little slump, you, you're you on a three-fight win streak. Then you get a call that, hey, you're fighting four, Roosevelt. Four-fight win streak. But, oh. <laughs>
1: but technically they turned it into no contest, but
0: fuck them, I don't count that. That's, that's a win. We'll get there later because I want to talk about that. Uh, what was it like getting that call um, to that you're getting called up to the UFC? Uh, i mean
1: it's amazing man i uh the uh the day of my 13th year anniversary from my first fight i got woke up in the morning at like 5 30 by my manager and he was asking me how it felt to be a ufc fighter
0: and uh fuck man it felt great <laughs> so what was it like stepping into the octagon for the first time it was a different environment because you know nobody's there except reporters and uh, some ufc personnel what was that like
1: like I, like, like it was home. Like I, I had been you know, like it was destiny. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like I,
0: I felt like I was home, you know, like, I, I don't know. So you get, you get, you sneak in the guillotine, you crack Roosevelt Roberts with a GSPS counter left, like you did against Bisping. And then, you know, you hit, get him with the guillotine, you win, and you looked like you're in shock. What were the emotions that were running through your head?
1: I was not in shock. Everybody says you look like you were in disbelief. No, nah, I fucking knew what was up. It wasn't It was that. I was, I was looking at James Krause like, who the fuck is next? I've been waiting for this my whole life, and who the fuck is next? That was too easy. Who's next? That was what that look was. Uh, and then, yeah.
0: So because of the most stupid rules ever, it's overturned because of pot. What are your thoughts on pot's position in MMA?
1: Uh, I mean, it's the best pain reliever there is, you know, like my life, my life is hard and very painful and, uh, like I, I don't want to be taking ibuprofen and ruin my stomach. You know, like, I mean, it, it's, it's the best pain relief there is. And I mean, it's certainly not a performance enhancer, you know, uh, so I mean, whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So obviously you got your 50 G's and Dana White's saying, uh, he, he's clearly giving you a nice test coming up next. Alex Caceres, he has over 20 fights in the UFC. It's coming up in February. What are your thoughts on him, and what's, what's preparation been like?
1: Uh, I mean, this is the fight I asked for. I think the UFC has given me this fight to, to push me up the ranks. Like They, they know, they know uh, what's up. I, I just had a really nice debut, and I'm about to take somebody out with the name. So, I mean... You get what you asked for and this is what I asked for. So uh, I am pumped.
0: So in a few let's say two years, where do you see yourself at with Champions. your career? Champ? Um, I'll be a UFC champion by 2023. I I love your confidence. I I hope I, I hope I see that. And you spoke oh, you about will. James. <laughs> you will. Okay. I'll hold
1: you to that. Yeah. I'll I'll do this. I'll do this interview with you when I get it.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. So you mentioned James Krauss earlier. What's it like working with James Krauss and Gloria MMA? Because they have a bunch of great people over there. We've had a couple of them on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, uh, amazing. I've known James since my amateur days. You know, uh, uh, we have a, a good relationship. He uh, he is a master. He's a goddamn genius and uh, a hard worker. And I mean, all around great leader. Like uh, you can't you can't ask to to learn from something better. I see what he does work at the highest level of the sport. It's really easy to trust him. It's really easy to follow him. And uh, I mean, I I think that's what I think that's what you need. You know, Uh, that guy's been in there. He knows what to do. So it's easy. It's easy to listen, you know.
0: Definitely. So as we wrap up here, I always like to let the fighter say something that they want to say, you know, final thoughts, words of encouragement. Do you have any of that?
1: Fucking watch out, be ready, man. I'm, I'm a superstar and, and the world's just starting to get to know. So watch out. I'm, I'm taking over.
0: Well, Kevin, I enjoyed this interview and I want to thank you for coming on. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. I appreciate you having me. Thanks. And uh, where can people find you on social media? You can uh, hit me up on, uh, Kevin
1: Kroom underscore UFC on uh, all social media, and uh, I, I got a podcast on Spotify called All Out of Bubblegum Podcast. Yeah, uh, I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum, so that's what's up.
0: Well, let's hope you get some bubblegum soon. Well, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> it was nice having you on. I appreciate it. Heck yeah, man! Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, you too, Kevin cream Everyone.